Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brendan McCullough and Matt Basta. How are you guys doing? Hey. Yo, that guy. You're you're alright, Bren? You sound like you're dying. <laughs> hey. Aren't we all a little not. bit? Every <laughs> single day. True. But Every second. We haven't heard from Basta in a little bit. How how have you been, man? Um, I've I've been okay. Uh busy. Um I've been doing a lot of work on Pinecast. We've we've grown quite a bit since I've been on last. Um, it's it's interesting and exciting, and um, uh, actually, probably before this episode goes out, but after we record it, I'm going to be putting up a series of uh, medium posts um, on some of the work that I've been doing. Uh, I can talk a little bit about that if you want. I, I don't oh, know. Yeah. What, I don't know what you're interested about. Because there's a there's so much stuff going on, well, shit's popping. Yeah, it really seems to be like a, a surge in some users, and uh, I, I, you actually are doing something for the first time uh, regarding uh, like testing and stuff tonight with your audio. Do you want to mention that? Yeah, well, let me do, let me give a little bit of background first. So one of the things when we started doing uh, podcasts in general, um, we were using Audacity, and it's it's just such trash. The um, Audacity. I know, right? To use it. <laughs> well done, Brent. <laughs> I couldn't use it. <laughs> but, and I mean, there's so much, there's so much anecdotal stories and, and it, there, it, so many people have had so many problems with Audacity. It's just, it's almost comical how bad the software is. And if you look at what people use to actually edit podcasts, it's Audacity, GarageBand, Adobe Audition, and like a handful of weird one-off third-party software, things that people got with their computer, God knows what. Yeah, um, sure. And the problem is you, you use Audition and nobody wants to pay 30 bucks a month for a Creative Cloud license, right? Oh, um, people use correct. GarageBand with their Mac, which is fine, but it's not designed for podcasting. It's missing a lot of features and a lot of the features are sort of cumbersome because it's not tailored to editing voice. Um, and dealing with multiple tracks and, uh, um, and, uh, audition is the only decent piece of free software for doing any sort of audio work. Um, there was one guy I was talking to recently. Um, he has these MP3s that he's getting for his podcast. He's, he's trying to upload to Pinecast. He's like, yeah, my MP3s are huge. Um, you know, your, your 64 megabyte limit. <laughs> And I'm like, well, you know, like how much audio is he? He's like, well, it's like a half an hour. I'm like 70 megs for a half an hour of audio. Here, what he's been doing is saving it as a WAV file and then using this other program to, to resave it as an MP3. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> we, we can simplify this so much. Um, but this has been a frustration for not just Pinecast users, but just us, right? It, like the McElroy brothers are constantly complaining about audacity. And they've lost whole episodes worth of audio um, you know, been the, there. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a nightmare. It's like if you go to the download page for their most recent version and look at the release notes, there is seriously ten pages. If you were to print it out, of known issues. Like, how did we get here? How did we get to this point where it's just a fucking dumpster fire and there's nobody fixing these problems? Right. And that's why I use Pro Tools. Just exactly. <laughs> Pro Tools is another common one, but the thing is, Pro Tools is even more expensive than Audition. So exactly, it, I was totally teasing. You know, so, some people I, I I've uh, talked to use uh, Logic Pro from Apple, but again, okay. very expensive. Yes. Um, and so I was thinking to myself, 
you know, how can we make this better on our end? Uh, that was a really long sidebar, <laughs> but <laughs> that's you know, how can we make podcast. this? Yeah, yep. <laughs> how can we make this better? Not just for ourselves, but for our users. And I thought about it, and I said, "Fuck it, we'll just build our own recording and editing tool." So, uh, Matt, I I just need to admit that I am in love with you. <laughs> you <laughs> saved my life in so many ways. Like you just like take the problems that we have, and then you just address them. You're like, you know what? Fuck it, we're gonna do it ourselves. And it was like with Pinecast to begin with the hosting solution. It's just like you are a godsend. I really mean it. <laughs> I, I mean, here's the thing. Like, it, if it's a problem for us, it's a problem for other people, right? Like, it, it, yes. it's, it's like never going to be the case. Like, spot in the center of your back. I mean, everyone's got that problem, right? So, um... We're going to build a Pinecast back scratcher as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> dream. We're, we're just going to teach everybody some really advanced yoga, and then you'll be able to scratch all those little, little itchy spots. <laughs> Ooh, um, nice. <laughs> Not nice. That's that's weird. Um, <laughs> We're gonna be live streaming uh, yoga uh, this Saturday. Come join me. <laughs> oh God. Um, so I, I've been working on this piece of software uh, called Pinecast Studio. So Pinecast Studio is the same as Pinecast, free and open source. Um, it's a desktop app. Um, it'll run on Windows, Linux, and Mac uh, for the initial version. Um, for the initial first release, it's going to be pretty bare bones. Um, it's only going to do recording. Editing will come later. Um, it'll be added on. You'll get an upgrade uh, automatically. Um, it's very clean. It's simple. You load it up. It's got a record button. It starts recording. There's a stop button. You can hit stop. Um, and then you can either save as a WAV file, an MP3 file, or upload to uh, Pinecast if you have a pro account as a backup. And so you can collect everybody's audio together, keep it in one place, so you're not losing it. And um, one of the other features that I've been thinking about and trying to figure out how we'll integrate this is just being able to upload directly to Dropbox, Box, Hightail, whatever, whatever you use, Google Drive, um, just so that you're not dealing with this fucking clusterfuck of uh audio files being everywhere yeah um, it's funny you mentioned that i remember that was like one of like the biggest achievements of uh signal leaf right before they went under like they were like very happy like when we first started there one of the big things was like oh we have dropbox integration i'm like wow that's really handy and neat so if we get to that point that'd be really i'm sure a lot of people would appreciate that yeah maybe it's a bad omen where it's like oh yeah oh, we're gosh. ready to roll it out oh and yeah collapse <laughs> Yeah, let's let's. It, it won't be like that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, I promise you, it'll be fine. Um, but yeah, it, it, the, the whole idea is it's going to be a full featured recording and editing suite. Um, and you don't need to be a Pinecast customer if you're not a Pinecast customer. You're on the free plan. You use Podbean. You use Libsyn. You probably shouldn't, but if you do, it, <laughs> it'll still work. Um, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna screw you over just because you're you're a customer of a different company. We were going to, you know, give you like little suggestions like, hey, maybe you should back up your audio to Pinecast or, you know, you know, you finish editing. Why don't you publish directly to Pinecast? But you're not locked in. Um, there's no penalty for not being a Pinecast customer. Uh, and so today. <laughs> You'll still uh, get a is, Christmas present. You're just not our favorite <laughs> child. No, we just only exactly. for Pinecast users. We only save half of your audio unless you're a Pinecast <laughs> <Yeah>. user. <laughs> oh, that's We make. <laughs> We we just sort of like mince up your words a little bit and make you sound like Donald Trump. Oh um, no! <laughs> God, that would be awful. Put a vocoder uh, over it. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, I, uh, another sidebar. I saw one, like, hosting site, like, I'm not going to mention their name because I already forget it. But they're like, oh, yeah, you can do it for free and you'll earn ad revenue from it. So you'll actually make money of it. We just have to slip in a three ads into every podcast you do. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm not I giving that you control one. of my podcast to yeah. slip in whatever ads you want to. Like, no, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, just come use the Pinecast free plan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, their free plan is even worse than our free plan, and we're not invading your audio space. Like, my God, that was... Sorry. Yeah, that, that, and my my other favorite po- podcast hosting service. Oh. It's it's one that that rhymes with podcast, and it costs money, but they don't actually host your podcast. Oh, I remember those. Oh, no. Yeah. It was a third party one. So they were just like the middleman, like taking your money and then someone else was hosting. It's like, why do I need you then? Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway. Moving on. Um, All I have to say, though, is that podcast advertisements sure are effective as I'm wearing me undies and bonobos. (laughs) (laughs) As as you lay on your Casper mattress eating (laughs) some Blue Apron. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, exactly. <laughs> you hate going to the post office. You've got a package <laughs> next. <to you>. Seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah. So this first episode um, being recorded with Pinecast Studio. Hopefully, uh, the audio comes out okay. Um, I've been testing it for a few weeks, just with like little samples, um, and I can tell you uh, sort of what I've been writing about. So I, I said I wrote these two medium posts. Um, the first is, uh, talking about how the backups work. So one of the problems is raw audio that comes out of the microphone. Um, you can think of it, if you imagine sort of like the sound wave, um, and you imagine the microphones picking that up and turning it into, uh, a, a digital signal, what that comes out as is called samples. So you have normally like 44,000 odd samples per second, right? And each sample is a, a decimal number from negative one to positive one. And if you imagine that the the wave is just sort of plotted with those numbers um, and you were to draw out those numbers, you would get the the sort of like sine wave that that's produced by the microphone. It's not, a, it's not Whoa. a sine wave, but you get the idea, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, a wave file takes that and converts those decimal numbers into an integer, right? So a whole number. Um, okay. The raw audio is enormous. It's like four megabytes a second, which is, it's huge. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry, not, not four megabytes a second. What am I talking about? It's less than four megabytes a second. Um, a wave file is half of that, but that's still really big. It's four, me- sorry, four megabytes every 20 seconds. Okay, still, uh, that's it's pretty been a long damn day. big. Yeah. Wave file, two megabytes every 20 seconds. Um, MP3s can get a lot better, right? So an MP3, you can get uh, maybe like 400K every 20 seconds. Um, so the thing is, though, when you start using MP3, uh, it's what's known as a lossy codec. And the idea is it throws away some of the audio data in order to make it smaller. So what oh. they do is they say, okay, well, human ears can't hear 
frequencies higher than X. And so they just throw away all that data. And they say human ears can't hear frequencies lower than like five hertz or whatever the number is. So they throw away all that data. And so what you're left with is what your ear can hear. But then what they do is they say, well, these these ones, you can't hear as much. So it sort of blends them together. And the idea is they give you uh, a knob to control. It's called your bit rate. So you, you'll hear about like 128 kilobit per second MP3 or 192 kilobit per second MP3. Yeah. Um, what that is, is how many kilobits fit one second of audio. So they say, okay, you want 120, 128 kilobits per second. We'll make the audio fit, but we'll do it by throwing away information until we get it to fit in that space. So the downside is to do a backup Obviously, I want to minimize space, right? Because if I'm backing up your audio, um, the the upload cost, the download cost, the storage cost, it, all of this is expensive. And if it's you know four megabytes every twenty seconds, that's a lot of audio. You know, easily within a month, that's a that's a terabyte. Um, oh, sure. And so that's just right out. We're not backing up raw audio, but at the same time, we also don't want to throw away. Um, audio data, right? When you go to download your episode, it shouldn't sound like it just came out of an FM radio. It should sound like you recorded it. So what I've been doing is trying to find a codec like MP3 that will compress the audio, but do it in a way that is imperceptible, right? So the first approach is to use a lossless codec. So I experimented with FLAC uh, FLAC stands for Free Lossless Audio Codec. And the idea is rather than throwing away audio data, it just, uh, it just encodes the audio in a way that's more efficient. Um, so what that means is, uh, instead of looking at the audio data as a sine wave, it says, okay, here is the amplitude of each individual frequency at any given point in time. And then it takes that and it says, okay, these are the patterns, and it uses those patterns to then compress the audio down. That's sort of an oversimplification, and like an audio nerd would get really angry at me for describing it that way. <laughs> but high level, just imagine that it, it's it's doing compression by eliminating things that happen over and over again, um, and, and taking patterns and representing the patterns rather than the actual raw audio. And so what happens okay. is, what the audio that you get back out is the same as the audio that you put in. The downside, it's still fucking enormous. Um, I was just going to say, I thought that FLAC files can be pretty large. Yeah, so instead of 2 megabytes per 20 seconds, um, my experimentation found that it can get down to about like a megabyte, megabyte and a half. That's still really big. Um, sure. So then I was like, all right, lossless is just not going to happen. Um, so there's two viable codecs. The first is MP3, and the second is this one I found called Opus. Ooh. So Opus is really new. It's designed by the same folks that came up with Flack. It's built into Chrome, Firefox, and a, f a few other sort of smaller browsers. And um, it was designed for telephony, uh, which means that it, it focuses uh, primarily on voice, although it does a good job of encoding other things. And it's really, really good. So what I did was I went online and I did some research and I found the bit rate at which point the codecs are transparent. So transparency means the point at which you can't tell once it's been encoded, right? So it's just so high bit rate that it just sounds like 
it did before, but it's compressed. Um, and so what I did was I basically came up with a whole bunch of different settings and I, I wrote a, a little computer program to run uh, a, a converter against some sample audio that I had and convert it to a bunch of different variants of MP3 and a bunch of different variants of Opus. And I measured the results. And what I found was um, at the level of transparency with MP3, I get it down to roughly 400 to 500 uh, kilobytes Whoa. Uh, per 20 seconds. With Opus, I managed to get it down to 80 kilobytes for 20 seconds of audio. Damn. Yeah. That's impressive, dude. Holy shit. I know. It's really good. So um, the post goes into a lot more detail and talks about sort of the approach that I used and how I did it and um, some things that I tried that just didn't work. Um, that'll be going up soon. Uh, you'll be able to find it on blog.pinecast.com. Um, that's sort of the the official technical and cultural whatever else blog. Um, and so you can check that out. Uh, the other post I did was actually on encoding your own podcasts. So this is something that I keep hearing about over and over and over again, people with these giant MP3 files. And the fact of the matter is it doesn't have to be that way. Um, so high level, first off, never encode stereo. Um, your MP3 file should always be mono. And the reason why is your microphone is probably mono anyway. Um, microphones will put out two channels uh, for stereo, but in like 95% of cases for laptops and recording mics, um, there's only one physical microphone in there. So having stereo is meaningless. Um, the second thing is if you're saving your MP3s as anything higher than 128 kilobit per second MP3 uh, for a podcast, you're just wasting space. You don't need to be transparent, right? Um, if anything, uh, the higher file sizes are causing the number of listeners that you have to decrease because they avoid your podcast. They see this massive file and they say, I don't want to do that on my data plan. Or their podcasting app is pre-configured to not download those files until the user's on Wi-Fi. By the time they go to download it, your podcast has already fallen off of their sort of like most recent 30 or whatever. Um, in general, you always want to make sure your podcast is as small as possible. You look at folks like Mark Marin, um, he manages to jam like two hours worth of audio into like 30 megabytes. Um, yeah. and he does that by just cranking down the, the bit rate, right? It ends up being, you know, 64, 96 kilobits per second. Um, super small and he has a ton of listeners. Um, so one thing that, uh, the post does is I actually go through the top uh, 100 podcasts and download the latest episode from each of them and then look at what the bit rates are, what the file size is and how long each episode is. Um, and then sort of correlate that to its position in the top 100. Uh, and, uh, I report my findings and there's some little graphs and charts and things. Um, so informative little piece and, uh, just talk a little bit about how you can, uh, hopefully increase your listenership and um, do a better job of encoding your podcast. Dude, that is such valuable advice. And I know a handful of our listeners are fellow podcasters and friends we made over the years. So uh, I, I'm hopefully they got some value out of that. But I don't want to derail, but I yeah, think we I'm should sorry. talk about video I, I'm games. I'm really rambling. <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem. Honestly, I thought that was a really awesome learning experience. So this is why it's a great thing to have Matt as a co-host. 
You learned something new, listener. More informative than our podcast has been in, I'm going to say, the last like 50 episodes. I was going to say the last year, really. <laughs> one, one, one more, but, one uh, more little uh, fun nugget. This, sure. is, this is something interesting to watch out for. It's a little bit of news, almost. Um, and I've mentioned it, I think, to you guys before in Slack. But um, one thing I'm excited about, MP3 is going to really take off this year, uh, 2017, um, as far as... Uh, applications that let you export as MP3. And the reason why is the very last patent on MP3s expires this year in April. Um, there's one more that'll expire towards the end of the year, but I don't think it's an important one. And so um, what you'll see is more and more apps being able to read and write MP3s as these patents fall off the, the list of uh, currently valid patents. So that'll be, that'll be interesting, exciting, and uh, hopefully... There's some cool stuff that comes out of that. That just makes me think of like the different like Chinese New Year's. Like this is the year of the MP3. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the year of the MP3. It's exciting. Cool. And um, if you're playing along at home with your almost better than silence bingo, we got copyright infringement. We got podcast, and we got Bren gets excited <laughs> about a pun. All checked off. Yeah. Did we? Did we distribute that track. bingo board that you made? Uh, I I put it in the our group. I think Doug tweeted it out. Yeah, we hopefully listeners have I that. We'll so. put a a link in the show notes if you don't know what we're talking about. Our bingo card, it's goofy. Bren made it one night. And um, if, <laughs> if you can think of a better one, feel free to put in the different spots of your own and send it to us to see what it is. Yeah, we just repeat ourselves. It's awful. But let's yep. talk about video games. This, I, I honestly think this is a record for us going on a tangent for like 20 minutes into the podcast, and we haven't said a word about video games. That's a hey, first. So listen, let's... at least we're not an advice podcast that didn't do any <laughs> advice questions. Good call. Good reference, too. Um, but oh, okay, Lord. we did just hear a lot from Matt, but what games have you been playing? Um. Oh, God. I've continued to play Cookie <laughs> Clicker um, <laughs> right now. Right now, in the bank, I've got 4.4 nonillion cookies. Um, that's not a number. That's not a thing. That's a thing. It comes after octillion. Octillion comes after septillion. Septillion comes after sextillion. Lol. Uh, sextillion <laughs> comes after quintillion. I've <laughs> All time, I've baked 43.935 nonillion cookies. Um, I've got 3.295 million prestige cookies or or prestige levels or whatever the fuck they are um, damn yeah i've got 250 of every building working on getting up to 300 of every building uh just just really uh really so, doubling are, down are you actually clicking all this or do you have like a micro key that you have taped down while you're at work all day like no it's go. um it's, uh, so you buy these buildings, so you buy cursors, and then the cursors click for you, and then you buy grandmas, and the grandmas bake cookies for you, and then you have farms, and the farms grow cookies, and so you buy more and more of those, and they, they get cookies faster and faster and faster. See, so it's one of those clickers where they click for you, like Abyssrium, yeah. my aquarium game. I was gonna exactly. say, this is maybe dumber than the aquarium game. Like, <laughs> you see, the thing is, this, this is... It goes down a really deep rabbit hole, and there's like seasons and and like combination upgrades, and then after a certain while, you can take those prestige chips or whatever the fuck they are, and you ascend, and then there's like a tier of upgrades that you get after you've baked certain numbers of cookies, and there's like for the different seasons, there's different cookies, and then like Christmas time, there's a Santa that you upgrade, and he eventually turns into this weird eyeball octopus. Um, <laughs> but the you're grandma's not playing it anymore. Like it's not you anymore. The game's playing it itself. Like it's 
You know, Brent, I don't need you in your (laughs) telling me what I should and should not be doing with my life. When Cookie Clicker has a VR aspect, that's when I'll start playing it. So keep me posted. Cookie Clicker VR. Well, actually, so one of my buddies, Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) One of my buddies from Mozilla um, works on the web VR team. So I'll I'll get in touch with him and see what he's up to. Excellent. Um, (laughs) Hey, you yeah, bored? So you want to develop a cookie clicker VR game? I'm sure. I'm sure he'd be totally down. Well, <laughs> how about you, Bren? Have you been playing anything new? Uh, no, I haven't been playing much lately. I've actually, believe it or not, have broken my addiction to Overwatch. I maybe play a game here and there, but uh, Witcher really kicked it out of me. Um, so I play some wait, more Divi- hold up, hold up. I, so I'm going to pause you right there. I watched a YouTube video of somebody playing Overwatch the other day, and I don't understand what's going on. Can you just give me, like, the 20-second the elevator pitch for it? Because I, I literally, I watched it, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Well, you know Matt I'm- doesn't listen to our show. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I think Doug and I are the only ones who actually did on the podcast. I know, that's fair. Uh, um, but go ahead, Brent. Which is great, because I say a lot of stuff about Matt when he's not here. <laughs> Hey, listen, I listen to all the I Was the Walrus episodes, and so I know all the shit that you say That's about That's all you me. need to know. That's fair. All right. Um, do you know what Team Fortress 2 is? I think so. Yeah, yeah, It's Team Fortress 2, but with women. That's it. Okay. Got it. And, like, <laughs> and they all have their Please own... Please continue. Uni- yeah, they have their own unique costume, so they're not all wearing, like, the same uniform. But, yeah, that's it. It's just... Team Fortress with different characters. And I know okay. a lot of like diehard Overwatch fans are going to get real mad at me for saying that. But that's what it is. It's a six-on-six shooter-based game where the objective changes with the map. And typically the objective is either uh, capture the point, where there's one point and the two teams have to fight over it. Uh, push the cart, where one team captures a point and then pushes a cart to the end while the other team tries to slow them down. Or, uh, what's the other one? I think that might be it. I don't think it matters. I, I, but, like that, but that's what it is. It's the same system and like combat and stuff as Team Fortress. It's just the characters are different. But the characters are more flushed out and engaging yeah. and people love them more. You so see, that's why people it, attach to it. See, so the problem is you have these games, right? Like there's uh, Overwatch, there's Dota, there's TF2. There's all these, uh, you know, first-person shooter style games and then uh mobas and i watch them on the internet and it's just a bunch of people saying like these really cryptic half sentences at each other (laughs) and and just like things just wild animations happening on the screen and like things look like they're blowing up but then like it doesn't right like i'm used to like doom and quake and stuff where like you shoot a barrel (laughs) and it explodes and everybody's fine but like in this game I watch, and there's just, like, projectiles flying around. You think that something impressive is going to happen, but, like, nothing really happens. And then, like, sometimes there's these big rectangles that show up, and they get cracked at the edges, and, like, I don't know. I just I just I, don't know. I think that's a <laughs> big difference. Like, Overwatch be, like, Doom or Quake, but imagine six people on two teams doing it. So it's just 12 games of Doom and Quake going on at the same time in the same small area. Like, that's why it's so chaotic. Yeah. And I think the biggest difference between regular sports and esports is regular sports, you could watch, and if you have no idea what the game is or what's going like, you could at least figure out, like, oh, all those guys want that ball and they're trying to get to that side, while those colored guys are getting it to that other side. That's pretty much the gist of most sports. Whereas esports, if you don't know what the game is and if you don't know how those types of games are played, you have 
fucking no idea what's going on. Like, over- yeah, you're let entirely me, lost. Let me let me describe the yeah. first probably five minutes of my experience here. <laughs> I watched somebody play as someone, and all that kept happening was. Uh, there were like these two gold hands and then like on one side of the screen, like a ball would pop up and then go back down. And on the other side of the screen, a ball would pop up and then go back down. And every now and then they'd clap. And I think they were throwing the balls. Oh, I don't really know. This was Overwatch, right? Yeah. Overwatch. Yeah. He, that guy was playing as Zenyatta, who was a robotic Buddhist who has, or maybe Taoist. I'm not sure. To, it's a robot with a religion. I don't know which religion. Don't get all my shit about hmm. it. Uh, but he's got these floating orbs that fly around him, and that's his weapon. He shoots them. And when he claps, that's him reloading, because he's just shooting, like, the energy from the orbs, not the orbs themselves. So it's kind of oh. him reload. Okay. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I feel like I'm in the minority <laughs> with Matt here that I don't know any of the Overwatch characters. I need to, like, I just have to, I, I remember playing the beta or, like, the open weekend or whatever, and that yeah. was it. So, but everyone's so obsessed and being, having a gaming podcast, <laughs> yeah. I should know the characters well, at least. I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it. A reason people are so obsessed about it is because Pornhub released their information, and the sixth most search on Pornhub this last year was Overwatch. So, we know. like God I said, it, like I said, it's Team Fortress Two, but with waifus. Like it's just pe- people get their <laughs> dicks hard watching this game. So it's. Um, I wonder if you could get an Overwatch character to wake you up in the morning in a tiny <laughs> glass cube next to your yes. bed, and then text you while you're at work. Absolutely. That will absolutely be happening when that thing comes out. Guys, I know what I'm building after Pinecast. Oh, great. Um, okay, and as <laughs> for me... What, well, I was going to say, what, <laughs> there, there's even um, there's a podcast, actually, uh, with some voice actors who host it, and it's called Waifus of Overwatch, because it's so prom- because these people love these characters so much. Like, That's phenomenal. And it's not even the female characters. What a like, time to be alive. I love Reinhardt, but yeah, it's... It's hilarious and great, and it's what most of the appeal is, is the characters. But, yeah, so if you don't like it, all right, you know, you're not alone, but you're definitely in the minority, like Doug said. Yeah. Okay, well, as I was just going to say, the only game that I've been playing, which most listeners can probably guess by now, is Final Fantasy XV, but there is something I want to bring up about it that I didn't bring up in the past. Uh, apparently in the game, there's like, you guys know how I'm a big fan of like Final Fantasy IX and the game within the game there was Tetramaster. There's an, a game within a game in Final Fantasy 15 and it's like a pinball, uh, machine that you can find at the various crow's nest diners all along your journey. And it's called Justice Monsters five and in reality i'm thinking to myself well, well this game doesn't exist so i doubt there's any like previous games it kind of reminds me of hump master seven but regardless <laughs> it's uh basically it's this pinball different. game where you just kind of i don't know i don't really i remember blazing through the tutorial and just not really following and i was just trying to like see if i could get the gist of it i'm like it's fucking pinball how hard can it be but it's like <laughs> well, it's like all these different like characters at the bottom and you're just basically trying to attack different enemies with the pinball as you're shooting them around but i was just basically spamming the x button on ps4 and just getting pretty far but it was kind of frustrating because i wanted to learn more but the interesting thing is uh, Square Enix went as far as to make a mobile app for the game, which I remember I was complaining earlier in the podcast, like, just make a Tetramaster app, and they had some, like, crappy, like, offshoot that... Yeah, but it was not by Square Enix, and it was terrible. Yeah. But I ended up just getting Final Fantasy IX on my phone so I could play Tetramaster. I'm such an <laughs> asshole. But uh, it's just cool that it is available for, um, I think, Android and iOS, Justice Monsters 5. So if you're enjoying the pinball game in Final Fantasy 
uh, 15, you might be able to enjoy it in your pocket too on the go. Um, yeah, it's pretty neat. Thought I'd mention it. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, host get, uh, sidetracked. Uh, you can check that off on the bingo thing too. Cause oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. we were talking about the games I was playing and we got derailed. Um, but yeah, I haven't been playing much, but I did get a humble bundle, which I don't do often because most of the time they're shit and I already have the games. Um, but this week's if, uh, or maybe it's a month thing. I don't know the time limit on these things. Uh, yeah. 12 days. So yeah, uh, listeners, it should still be going on by the time you hear this. Uh, it was a really good deal though. It was Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, which Shantae is like a long running series and it's got a huge fan base and the games are usually really good. It's like a platformer. It's great. Uh, Epic Battle Fantasy Four. I don't, I don't know what the fuck this is. It doesn't, I'm not interested. This isn't the one I bought it for. Uh, Pony Island, which is supposed to be like a really, like, low poly game, like, really pixely, but it's supposed to be fucking crazy. It's supposed to be like a real mind trip. And the guy put like all the time into, you know, freaking out the world and these crazy conspiracy things in the game versus graphics. So it's supposed to be a real fucking trip. Hmm. Uh, Day of the Tentacle Remastered, which is an older game, you know, clearly remastered. So that's in there uh, for like that's the second tier level. Yeah, I remember like those games back in the day. I didn't get it much because we didn't have a PC growing up, so I didn't get to play that. So I look forward to that. Uh, Deadbolt, which I've talked about before, and it's one of my yeah. favorite games. It's amazing, and it's just like a side scroller Hotline Miami, but like cooler. So if that catches your interest, it's brutal though. It's like you have one uh, thing of health. So if you get hit at all once, you're dead. You have to start. Fuck. It's brutal, but it's by far one of my favorites. So since I already had that, I gave that to a friend. Um, and there's supposed to be more games coming out like in the next five days. So by the time you're hearing this, they're probably already out. Uh, and then the last tier, which I went full blown, I got all three tiers for of this, was N++, which if you guys remember is a way back like yeah, flash I, I game. Yeah, I demolished that game. I'm a huge fan of just N. It was originally just called N Game, and then N++ came out on DS and stuff as well. Yeah. It's it's great franchise. I'm a huge fan. I remember becoming the Gold Ninja and everything. It's great. Oh, yeah. So I look forward to getting back into that. I don't know if this is like even more ba- from what you were playing on the DS, or if this is just that version before the PC. Okay. But it's a great game, and so I look forward to that. And then the last one is... It's called Valhalla, but it's in like leet speak. So it's like VA11 Hall A. And it's okay. a cyberpunk bartending game. But it's, hmm. oh. it's less of a game and more of like a visual novel because I don't know if anything you do in the game actually impacts the surrounding environment or the characters. But you play as a bartender and you make people drinks. So that's the game portion is picking the right ingredients and mixing them or chilling them or putting ice in and whatever. And then you give it to people. And I, I don't know if there's much influence your character can really do to, to the world so it's more of a you know more of a visual novel but it's neat i saw someone stream a bit of it and it looked really cool so uh i look forward to that it's supposed to have an amazing soundtrack so oh. just that alone is probably worth it nice hearing steampunk and having matt around reminds me of when i was Wars category i had a company called moogle that made airships and matt was like oh, look yeah. at me in my hot air balloon <laughs> 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 anyway <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, um, there's also another humble bundle going on right now because there's usually two of them and it's all the assassin's creed stuff and you know that's a waste of money so don't bother with any of that shit yeah good call and then one game i want to mention that you posted in random you probably didn't even want to bring it up on the show but i'm going to force you to is called Hades. do you remember what that is 
No, wait. This might be it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Haiti is. <laughs> All right. So I heard about this because apparently it's like Honey Pop, where the core mechanics are good. Like, apparently it's a good platformer and it's like a 3D platformer. The weird part is you play as a robot. I know. Crazy to think in this day and age. Robots? Insane. Anyway, you play as a robot with a gigantic pair of tits and ass. <laughs> and they are like flesh colored ass and oh, tits God. Are covered. But like, oh, it's literally like this guy made a platformer and he's like got a cool environment and it's kind of like a pseudo portal thing where you're a robot and it's all these test chambers and stuff. And he's like, how do I make my game different? How do I sell this? It's like, well, the same way you sell anything. Put a pair of tits on there. So yeah. it's just this robot with weird big tits and, and ass. And it's just so weird. It's bizarre, and I love how the description is just, Hades is a hardcore, old-style Metroidvania mixed with modern-day third-person shooter and platformer mechanics, as well as a sexy character. <laughs> yeah, like, they're very unabashed about it. They're like, yeah, we just threw in a pair of boobs, because we knew that's what would sell it, and... Here we are talking about it, so Look, clearly it works. Yeah, looking at the Steam reviews, I mean, recent and overall, it's mostly and very positive. So, I don't know. It, it does seem like a good game, despite that's what he decided to do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you ever imagined... Uh, if you really wish one day they took Portal, took out the Portal gun, and mashed it up with uh, Extreme Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball, well, here you go. Yeah, that's solid. Well, do we have time Perfect. for a conversation game, guys? Absolutely. Did you want to do stumpers? Oh, yeah, we can fit some stumpers in oh. quick. Uh, I'll right. just burn through the, this might be news to you, it might not be. Who knows when you're listening to this, it might be super old and outdated. Uh, but I'll just burn through some of the stuff real quick. Okay. Uh, Nintendo Switch is being launched and pre-orders are open, but it's a very limited number of pre-orders, which makes me think that they're just trying to boost sales to make it look nicer. Because be like, look, we have 100% of pre-orders for all the consoles we made. It's like, cool. Why, why are you limiting it? Like, you clearly can make more. Uh, so yeah. I have my doubts about Nintendo with that move. Um, but yeah, if you want to pre-order it, they're probably all sold out already. Uh, Platinum Games and Microsoft canceled Scalebound, which is... Yeah! It the was one... premiered at E3, and it really got a lukewarm reception. Most people kind of shat on it and said it was like a weird Final Fantasy slash Monster Hunter game that was trying to be edgy and too hardcore and stuff, and... Because the main character just looks like a fucking dude yeah, and a half. I was just going to say, I vaguely recall us talking total shit on the main character, and we weren't wrong, because he just, I don't know, very stereotypically lame. Yeah, he tries way too hard. The game looks nice. The graphics are good, but like that's kind of it. Everything else looks either like other games I've done it better, or like we said, douchey, like the main characters and stuff. Um, so Microsoft just canceled that out of nowhere. Like They just dropped it and... They've yet to really talk about it. The, I think one of the lead direct, the game's director just pretty much said like, sorry, we did this. We're sorry for anyone who was excited about it, but we gotta keep moving forward and hopefully we can, you know, impress you with other projects. But they haven't like, I think they're at this point, they're thinking if we release the game, we're going to lose more money than if we like didn't. So they just cut their losses now, which is very weird to think. And that is. I don't know. I'm, I think Microsoft's holding on to it. They're not going to give away the property to anyone else. So that makes me think that they're going to try and take assets from this game and turn it into something else to try and, you know, get some money back from it. Hmm. Uh, what else? The Razer laptop that has the three screens that, like, fold in that we talked about, what, yeah. two ago? Uh, yeah. Two of them got stolen from CES. I oh, did yeah. hear about that. That's Holy hilarious. shit. How yeah. do you do that? 
Uh, apparently, two guys just walked in and picked him up and walked away. Damn so, it! Should have been so us. Funny. God damn it! <laughs> no, no. Who wants that bullshit? <laughs> I don't who know. needs I, more than two screens? If and it was who for needs free, that on a laptop. If it was free, Doug, anything's free if you steal it. I mean, well, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even steal one of those fucking laptops because guess what? You're gonna do what? Go to Starbucks, take it out, and like slide out your two extra screens and be like, "Look at me! I've got 30 minutes of battery life playing this video game." Oh shit! I Who wants that? I guarantee when someone buys that, they're going to forget because we have had like 30 years of like other laptops, like traditional laptops. You're going to open up the panels, walk away or something, or carry it out somewhere, and you're going to snap the two screens off. Oh, like, that's definitely. Going to <laughs> yeah. Uh, hackers ransomed, uh, or rather blackmailed, at the, what is the official name? Esports Entertainment Association, so E-S-E-A. So they hacked into them, stole a bunch of the users' information, and threatened them unless they gave them $100,000. And ESEA didn't follow through with it. So the hackers released all of the information, and it's uh, usernames, passwords, security questions, security answers to those questions, uh, emails, phone numbers, uh, IP, IPs, uh, private messages you might have sent. So... Ouch. If, yeah, they might have wanted to pay that, but then again, you don't want to negotiate with terrorists, but... <laughs> yeah, it's it's a real tricky situation, but the, the guys went through with it and they called their bluff, so they released all that information. So if you or you know anyone tied into ESEA, uh, maybe check your accounts. And, yeah, you know, change, change some passwords. Yeah. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which looks amazing, and now after seeing all these games that looked great and it came out and then they flopped, I'm now scared for this game, because I really... I really want this game to do well. Uh, it's the one where it's like a post-apocalyptic like society where all the animal animals are like machines and stuff. Yes. And you're like a tribes person. It looks cool. Very stoked. They released another trailer for it and it looks really cool. Ashley Burke is the main character who was Chloe in Life is Strange and Tiny Tina in Borderlands and uh, did Hey Ash, What You Playing on YouTube and a ton of stuff. Um, so I didn't even realize that at first. but So she's definitely getting into more games, which is great because she's a good voice actor. And anyone who's a fan of Fringe, Lance Reddick, who was a bishop in Fringe, is also in this. And they did the mocap where, like, his face is in it, too. So it's interesting to see more and more actors getting into video game instead of voice actors. Like, it's they're, they're taking their likeness of the actor and putting them in the game as well. Oh, uh, God. I, I have a little bit of news that uh, is going to be pretty upsetting for some listeners. All right, I'll uh, just do this real quick, then. Okay. Uh, uh, the Amazon Echo. If someone found an Easter egg for uh, Mass Effect in it, where if you ask, does this unit have a soul? It says Kali Lasa, I think is how you pronounce it, which is a line from Mass Effect, where when you ask one of those sentient dro- uh, drones, the Geth, if they have a soul, like that's what they say with the Quarians and stuff. So if you have an Amazon Echo and you're a big Mass Effect nerd like I am, try that out. Ask <laughs> if it has a soul. Interesting. Um, and yeah, this one's the depressing one before our stumpers. Uh, as of 20 hours ago, there came out an article saying Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy 7 Remake still a while off, and <laughs> it's basically coming directly from the director of both titles, Tetsuya Nomura. So, God, guys, fuck it's not our happen. lives. It's not uh, happening. Uh, just give uh, up. Just shut the fuck up, Brad. It's definitely, <laughs> <laughs> it has to happen. It should have happened this year, but I'm almost positive Kingdom Hearts 3 won't be until next year, which is absolutely just like crushing blow 
I don't know about Final Fantasy VII because I don't know how long they've been working on it or how far they are. But Kingdom Hearts Three has been in development longer than Last Guardian, like longer than some like gamers have been alive. Yeah. Oh God, that's sad. Anyway, just, let's move on to stumpers. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that depressing note, take it away, play, Matt. Play the intro music. All right, I'm I'm going into the I'm going into the room, and I'm gonna dump some I'm gonna dump some stumpers in here for you. You guys ready Yay. for your first stumper? All right, let definitely. Me... <laughs> All um, right, rhetorical question. <laughs> okay, here we go. First question asked in the topic swimming: Who is responsible for checking the water temperature before the swimming events? <laughs> um. Hmm. I wonder. <laughs> Probably whoever gets paid to take care of the chlorine and cleaning the pool and anyone else who does that. A lifeguard? Let me ask you something. When (laughs) this person checks the temperature of the pool before the swimming event, do they then have somebody else check the temperature of a different pool for the swimming event that the the swimming pool temperature checker uh, swims in? What? Um, does does what? the mailman deliver his own mail? Does the, oh, I the pool temperature checker <laughs> check his own pool's temperature? Uh, what if it was just like you're you're getting ready for a swimming event, and then all of a sudden the whole thing's like a fucking hot tub, and you what are you gonna do? I wonder if there's preferences because like everyone talks about like you don't realize that your body is running at what ninety seven degrees or something. So like ah, oh, that seems like it'd be crazy high, but if you feel water. That's like 97 degrees. You're like, oh, that seems like it'd be crazy. Like, you know, you burn your skin off. It's like, no, that would actually feel comfortable. So I'm wondering if there's like a weird tolerance of like, oh, yeah, we got the pool guy, but he's Swedish. So all the pools are really cold. Like, is he more used to cold water? (laughs) I wonder if the person asking this is wondering because they got pranked and they like jumped into like freezing cold water and like, (laughs) who's responsible for this? I want to talk to your manager at the (laughs) Rio 2016 Olympics. So not sure. (laughs) <laughs> not sh- not sure. Okay. I, you know what? Here you go. <laughs> Take a dump in the pool and you'll find out who's responsible for that pool. <laughs> you'll get that manager over there real quick. And, and it will raise the temperature, them. technically. <laughs> Kinda. Alright. You know, do what everyone else does and just pee in the pool. Just raise it yourself. Guys, I've got I've got a I've got one coming for you. Here it comes. This this is this Excuse is just you? the this is oh boy, this is this is an important question. It's important. I was on the phone with my boyfriend and there was a weird noise coming from his side. What can that be? It sounded like a rhythmic sequence of fap noises. And my friends suggest he was kind of masturbating. But no one would do it on the phone, right? Masturbating. It was it was just a normal chat at around ten. I asked him what's the noise, and he said, What noise? Question mark. It sounds like this person. My friends was, suggest he was kind of masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, they don't know how to spell that. Uh, second of all, <laughs> they describe it as fap sound. So, like, they obviously 
In italic. I, I, I don't know if I <laughs> properly pronounced the italics there. How, how do you pronounce it? Sequence Fapping. of fab sounds. Ugh. And what do you think? It's he's just what what he of course he says what noise because he's not trying to get caught. Well, I'm wondering what kind of conversation are they having? Is it like were they actively engaging in phone sex? So it's like, well, yeah, why? Well, of course he would be doing that. That makes sense. Why aren't you also doing that? And why is it surprising if he is? Or is she like? Man, I don't know what to get from the grocery store today. I don't know. Maybe I'll get like some lasagna and then some bagels. And he's just like, and he's just watching porn. Like I, oh god, <laughs> like it. I think the context of the conversation that they were having on the phone really adds to it and can definit. Well, not definitively answer because he might just be a lunatic and get off on I don't know movie theater show times. It's like I don't know. You want to see Assassin's Creed at eight o'clock? It's like that might be his fetish, but. Right. Maybe he just, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'm maybe, not going to touch this one. Maybe it was a bad one. connection. Maybe it was just a bad connection. There was like a clicking noise on the phone because like the there was clouds like between the satellites or something. I don't know. Because God knows no one has landlines anymore. He was probably masturbating though. He was probably jerking it off. Yeah, yeah I, I can't. Most, I can't think of anything else that's going on here. <laughs> I was trying I mean, to think of something what could sound like that and not actually be that, but it's always that. What if he had his friend <laughs> who was just sitting in the back of his room, just going. Like just saying the word "fap" over and over. I mean, could it could it have been like a like a broken fan? Could it have been like a like a sputtering lawnmower in the background? What if he had his window open and it was just the wind going against the blinds, and the blinds were just like tapping against themselves or the window? What if it was somebody else in the room masturbating, and it wasn't actually him? (laughs) Oh man. We need to get in touch with this question asker asker and tell tell their boyfriend to get out very quickly. There's somebody else in the room. Are they going to kill me? No, they're going to jerk off behind They're going to masturbate. Masturbate. Maybe, maybe there was somebody riding their bicycle with a card stuck in the <laughs> spokes. <laughs> to make it sound like in a motorcycle. <laughs> uh, listener, uh, I wonder what you think of our show sometimes, going from a learning experience to this. <laughs> My favorite part is both Matt saying it. They already know oh. I'm the weird one. Yep. That's God true. damn it. So, so the, I think the I think the conclusion here is that um, he was beating it. He was definitely beating it. Just yeah. beating the meat. Okay. <laughs> what else do you do at ten a.m. on the phone with your girlfriend? I mean, you know, I also I also wonder, um, you know, how old are the? I'm assuming they're children because <laughs> what? Well, wait, let's get context for the term children because it yeah. changes depending Ch- on the person saying under it. the age of eighteen. There we go. Right? That, okay. That's a child in my book. And so, yeah. if because why else would you a- ask this question? Because if you're an 18-year-old and you're on the phone with your boyfriend at 10 a.m., you're like, what's that sound? He's like, what sound? You're like, are you jerking off? It, like, you don't say, hmm, maybe I'll ask my friends. And then they tell you, maybe he's mas- <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> masturbating. I don't know. If they were children, like actual children, it would make sense of why they spelled it wrong. So... Also, why they don't know how to use uh, autocomplete or spell check or basically any other means of typing in the 21st century. I think the boyfriend is using autocomplete. Hey, uh, ejaculation. <laughs> also, uh, who is so desperate to masturbate that they have to do it on the phone at 10 a.m. with, with their girlfriend? The internet but- does exist. Have you, because of the internet, I know for a fact that there's a lot of desperate people out there who will do jerk off to just about anything. 
Like yeah, literally, but if you have a girlfriend, just be like, "Tell me what you're wearing." Right? Like you don't, you don't just like covertly There's... jerk off while your girlfriend is like. So I went to the mall, and that's we someone's went, fetish. Though we went to you... Hollister, and they just Being had the cutest ignored. tops. <laughs> They're probably just trying. They probably get like uh, riled up about the fact that they're doing it without getting caught. But then they just got caught, and maybe that made him like jizz. <laughs> a broad full circle. Was it negging? I think people get off on being ignored and being like, "Yeah, this is everyday like life. There's nothing weird happening except for the dude masturbating." But you don't draw attention to it. It's it's people are weird. Fetishes are weird. Damn it, Bryn! I wish so, you didn't know that. So what we that. have here, we have a kinky <laughs> oh, I know a lot of things. Jerking off boyfriend on the phone, probably a teenager. You know probably. who? I think his job though is uh, he's responsible for checking the water temperature. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the noise was. He was, he was using was, his water was temperature test kit. There it was go. bobbing. It was bobbing in the water. He was uh, testing it out in his ba- bathroom that connects to his room. Maybe the, the water was too hot, and he's just fanning it. <laughs> Whoa! Now it all makes sense. Okay. Yeah, now it. it makes sense. What do you do if the water's <laughs> not the right temperature? Uh, I, you know, who who fucking cares? Here comes the next <laughs> question. <laughs> oh, Lord, here's another good one. This is a good one. This one is asked <laughs> in the topic, personal questions. And it reads, I am not a psychopath, but how do I create a mask? Oh, man, that is good. I like that a lot. <laughs> I think this is something I can say definitively, is if you start a question with, I'm not a psychopath. You might be a psychopath. Yeah, there's a very real possibility. <laughs> One um, who doesn't worry about being a psychopath, psychopaths. Well, and why do they associate? Well, is it because of like the scream mask or something? Well, I think it's all slasher movies. Like everyone wears a mask. You got Ghostface. You got um, like Myers. You got Jason. You got uh, Leatherface. Like they all have them. Yeah. And Freddy got burnt so badly, his skin is actually like more leather than actual human skin. So that's technically a mask. So it works. Uh, but like, what do they think Halloween is? Do they think Halloween is like the purge and you just go around wearing a mask murdering everyone? Like, yeah, like, I well, physically, no, you see, none of those people someone. made masks, right? They all went to Party City and got it for like twelve ninety nine. Cause they're not psychopaths. Exactly. Only a psychopath <laughs> would make their own mask. So is it the act of making it makes you the psycho killer that like you then go out murdering everyone? Well, I guess it depends on what kind of mask it is. Cause if it's like, like a, a like a yeah. like a, a therapeutic mask, right? Like like women put on and <laughs> oh, then they Jesus. put the cucumbers on their eyes, right? That's that's deeply relaxing and and helps yeah. exfoliate your skin, right? You're not a psychopath if you want to have nice skin. Going um, to Halloween as Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. <laughs> now you see if if you're a, a grown man and you're creating the mask of a woman's face. And then babysitting children. It's very um, therapeutic and releases the po- opens up the pores. I mean, it might be therapeutic for you. Um, you may be a psychopath, though. Uh, <laughs> if it's your own children, maybe. <laughs> he just called Robin, Robin Williams, Williams a psychopath. <laughs> if, if you're Robin Williams, <laughs> I, it could go either way. But you're also a zombie because you're Robin Williams in the year 2017. True. Um, Wait. Can we make like a parody Jeff Foxworthy like stand up bit where it's like, yeah, it might be a psychopath. If you got a basement <laughs> freezer full of chopped up bodies, you might be a psychopath. God damn it, Brent. If Jesus you got Christ. the b- fried corpse of your mother buried in a basement and you dress up wearing her dress and murder people in your <laughs> hotel and your name is J- uh, Norman Bates, you might be a psychopath. 
Oh, uh, Christ. Um, any more before we move on to uh, what's that sound? Yeah, let's let's do one more. Let's do one more stumper. Uh, okay. Let me let me look through my my collection here. Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh no! This is something that I feel like you guys can give some real fucking actionable feedback on. Here we go. I'm both nervous and embarrassed without even seeing it. No, it's great because I can I can probably answer this one as well. This one uh, is in the topic buying furniture. <laughs> And the question is, what does it feel like to have old furniture? <laughs> Feels. Just, what's the sensation of old owning an old thing that you used to sit on? It feels what, what's antique. That like? It feels that like, like? <laughs> you feels like you're from another time. I, I like to imagine this is someone f- quite literally from another time period. They've just traveled back in time and they've only had new things that like once you use it, you get rid of it. Everything's disposable in the future. So, like, come back in time to be like, what's something that stays around in your house for more than a day? What's I like, that feel like? I'd like to think of it like they live in a future which is like the Chicago O'Hare airports where you go into one of the stalls in the bathrooms and the toilets have, like, a toilet seat that that's like a tube. It's, it has, like, a toilet seat cover that's like a tube that goes over the toilet seat. And when you walk up to it, it, like, activates and just, like shifts the toilet seat cover around the toilet seat to give you like a fresh segment of toilet seat cover. And so like you walk into your home and just like, yeah, what? just like your, your couch just like oozes up through the floor and it's just like a new couch. No. Every time you go to sit. Oh on my it. God. I don't hey, want this. Remember that one time when we had that episode with, I think it was with uh, the PCP guys and, and you talked about pooping in the veins of a house. Yes. Yeah, what, if, what if the never couch and the chairs and like all the furniture were like the fingernails of the, of the house. And like, you just had to clip them off. Every oh now and no, then. you're, I get the analogy and now I'm really getting freaked out. Okay. <laughs> but, but what if it, when it grew, it also made the pooping noise. So it's just like, like there's a seat. Yeah. Also uh, on the bingo card, check off local reference. Uh, hey, that, Chicago that would airport. be handy though, because it's like I don't know. I'm a sweaty person, so like if you sweat through your sheets or something, like it's just new bed next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd also be very convenient if you're just a disgusting person. It's like I don't feel like getting up to get to the bathroom. Let me just piss on this couch, and when I wake up tomorrow, <laughs> it's gone. Like, I what do they mean? Like old furniture? Like what's it feel like to have Victorian era furniture? It's like I don't know. Maybe because it's 200 years old. Like how old are they talking? Cause like I had a couch from like the eighties. That was kind of weird. It smelled like mothballs. It's about it. It's still a couch. How? But how did it feel, Bren? I mean, it felt feel? like psychedelic, like synth keyboard, like but with like crazy hairstyles and like just atrocious fashion sense. See, See that's what it felt like. That's what that person was looking for in an answer. I think. <laughs> yeah. What? What does it feel like? It feels like everything's covered in dust and full of bugs. That's what old stuff feels like. What about the smell? What's the smell of old furniture? Dank. (laughs) (laughs) That that, that dang old pussy stank. Dank. (laughs) Oh, God. All right, you guys want to close it out uh, with with one one last one. Just read it off and we'll move on to uh, whatever the conversation game is going to be. You got it. What's that dank odor? You either have a really old chair or some great weed. This one comes from the topic email, and it says, How can I stop my brother-in-law from sending me uninteresting anecdotes via email? (laughs) (laughs) 
thanks, thanks everybody for listening to Stumpers. This this has been just a real, real rip roaring session. God damn it. All right. That was interesting, guys. Uh, I do have a quick game of What's That Sound prepared, so let's see how we do. Okay, guys, so we have four sounds in here today. Obviously, the fourth one's just a bonus, but I want to see if you guys can win this traditionally. So when you're ready, let's play sound number one now. There's like some Japanese voices and like the sound of metal clashing and some like real heavy drum beats. That's pretty good clues. I don't know, those clues are just saying exactly what's happening. I have no fucking idea. It just it just sounds like a fucking storm of of like metal and fighting and yeah, then just like okay. angry Japanese men. Think about that. Okay, so use that to your advantage and think about video games. Come on. I think Bren's going to get it, but I'm not sure if he's thinking along, along the right path or not. Um God, I'm trying to think of like fighting games with swords. Because there's definitely All some blades in there. Yeah, that's true. Um, Dynasty Warriors? No, that is a solid guess. I figured that would be one you'd burn first. But you got to think of the context of what's going on. What's really? going on is crazy fighting with something metal and angry Japanese men. That's like every game out of Japan. Because uh, here's a hint, yeah. Doug. We don't speak Japanese. I know. Well, that's obviously if they had the English version, I wouldn't have used that clip because then it would have been super <laughs> dead giveaway. But like, I probably wouldn't knowing us. It was. It, oh, I mean, come this, on. This is you've literally given us an audio clip that could belong to any one of on. any game in a whole genre. It's in a whole video country. Games. But there's this st- distinguishing things in that sound clip that would make you think of this. I'll give you a All huge right, hint after on. one more guess. So I need a guess from Basta, and then I'll give a huge hint, and then Bren will probably get it. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm just taking a... We're nowhere close to getting big out. All right, let's play it one more time for a listener. Come on, Basta. I know you can throw out a fighting game. Something Japanese, maybe? God damn it. I don't know. Uh, this is pr- this is what I imagine the Japanese version of Harvest Moon to be like. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll t- count it as a guess. Definitely not. <laughs> 
Is it the, the Japanese version of Harvin Moon? Harvin Harvest Moon? Like, it's, listen, it is Japanese. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the hint. It's based off of a popular anime. <laughs> wow! Oh my god! How does that no, help? It is. It's so obvious. It is. It's Corey in the house. The video game. Dude, our is it listeners Naruto? Already got this by now. No, I'm not counting that. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not counting your guess because it's so obviously wrong. I was so I was gonna say Dragon Ball Z, but I figure if they're gonna make a Dragon Ball Z game, they've got to have an English version. Yeah, but they do. No. Doug just didn't pick it. He said there is an English version. He just I know that's why not. I didn't choose Dragon Ball Z. Those so are the like only the- two games that I, I'm. Op- <laughs> All right, so I, you guys just, are going to fail this one. Anything, Bren, or are you done? Uh, Japanese. Uh, see, Hold like, on, I'm getting my metal, bingo card ready. <laughs> the metal? What about the metal? Uh, I was going to say, it sounds like metal, but also the sound effects don't make any sense because they're like aliens with rock hard skin, so it very easily could have just been two guys punching each other. Like The sound effects are you know, irrelevant at all. I do have the bingo card open, by the way. Uh, yeah, no, we're not getting uh, anywhere close to bingo this episode. God Unless damn we it. Get just, Get get distracted while playing playing a game while we're recording and mention Bassett Claus. Oh, there's one. Well, also, uh, Bren names the game without actually guessing it. Yeah. Uh, oh, but that didn't too. even happen. So, all right. Yeah. You guys. Um, uh, Bleach, because you'll probably just want to piss me off. No. Oh, you piss me off. It's Attack on Titan. And it's the, wait, the sound wait, effects wait, you uh... hear are the freaking 3D maneuvering devices as they're flying through the air, like chopping the Titans. Oh, you mean Steam? Because that's what they sound like, steam. Yeah. They sound like steam. In general, it's a much better guess than Bleach and Naruto. God damn you guys. All right, you can still win if you get the next two. Okay. Let's hear. I don't know how you think we would have gotten <laughs> I really, I did, and I know our listener got it. Tweet at us. Oh, I totally know what this one is. Yes. I totally what know what you, this one is. And you should. Okay, listen to sound number two now. I know exactly what this is. I'm Good. so confident. And this is the first time where I have been like very confident that I know the answer. And this is why I try to set the games up like this. Uh, Bren, this is on you because you definitely are most likely not as confident as Matt. I hear like one sound at the very beginning and then like 20 seconds of silence. So I think that if, you, if you're not certain what this game is, I think the sounds towards the end of the clip probably give it away more than the the sounds at the beginning of the clip. Also, the music is sort of indicative of that style of game. Yes, uh, Matt's on point. <laughs> just just the little, like, fiddly sorts of uh, background music. Like, I, and- I genuinely don't hear anything. Like, I hear, like, a boodink, and then that's it. Oh, you want to turn up your volume, then? Yeah. I can't. This is, this is a big quiet. talking. Bren, are you masturbating? <laughs> oh, God, it's so loud. Oh, why are you talking? God damn it. I can't turn it up any louder on the actual file, so I had to turn it up on my whole computer. You guys just blew up my ears. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. I don't know. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing? Nope. Good guess. Matt, what's this one? Ow. It's Harvest Moon. No, it's, ci- it's City <laughs> Skylines. Uh, more specifically, somebody's placing a bunch of parks uh, which is causing surrounding buildings to upgrade. 
Yeah, well done, Matt. That is yeah, spot on. Um, okay, so you guys have a chance. There's one more sound clip in this game. Let's see if you pull it off. Let's listen to sound number three now. know this game didn't we talk about this on the podcast oh shit oh god a lot of people are dying it's a horse massacre this is our D&D. Oh, oh i know this is this our uh episode of D? Where <laughs> yeah where like donnie horses? just sent mass horses to their death yeah no i had a pretty good idea what that was like from the first clip but then i definitely knew when the battle music came in yeah that was pretty gruesome so i'm gonna take some guesses from matt who thought he knew what it was um, that's fuck. I we've so, only talked about it before. Yeah, that's for sure. Harvest Moon. No, <laughs> I forget the name of it. But wasn't this the one that you brought up on the podcast where it's like top down and like everything is like white and red, and you you're like a a, a cowboy and like all you really see is like the top of your hat. Whoa, I know what you're talking about. That's what? definitely not the game, but no, hold on. I'm trying to think of what that's called, too. It was like 13 is the something. It was had something to do with numbers was the title of that game. I actually okay. have it in my Steam library. Let me pull it up while you guys come up with another guess. Uh, I definitely know what it is. I'll give Matt, like, two guesses. Okay. Um, hmm. 12 is better than 6. Yeah, that's it. I couldn't find it in time. Is it, uh... Fuck, I'm trying to think of like Western style games that I know of. Western this... in what sense? Horses. <laughs> well, I mean, I you it, the music is distinctly Western, um, and it, it I don't know. I mean, t- t- compa- depending on what you're comparing it to, it could be Western. Oh, maybe it's not Western. Because <laughs> at the beginning, it sounds like. Uh, because they're speaking English, and it sounds like somebody walks into a bar and there's horses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, kill him. He took our boy. Or what did you do to our boy? Or something like that. Um, it's Emperor Palpatine. Kill him. Do it. <laughs> uh, is it Red Dead Redemption? No, that's a decent yeah. guess going with the, the Western vibe. I'm going to let Bren uh, hopefully win the game for you guys. What's up? And technically Poland is Western than... Russia? I'm not good with geography. Uh, it's Witcher. Yes, it is. The Witcher oh, 3. I would have not guessed that. <laughs> good job, Brent. <laughs> I knew Bren would. Hey, so that, that walks, means we get to walk away with a win tonight. But as our victory, let's listen to sound number four. And if you guys can tell me what that is, uh, bonus points.
happy birthday, Nate. Love, mom, and pop. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, God. Yeah, no, I know what that is, too. I mean, we all know the song. Oh, I know. <laughs> I sent you this. Of course I know what this is. It uh, That is uh, just some uh, awesome parent. Uh, for their, their, Even at the end, he says, happy birthday to his son, Nate, from mom and dad. But it's just a dude playing trumpet with a gun and doing the Mario th- theme song. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> just, Jesus Christ. For some reason, out in the middle of fucking nowhere, playing Mario on a horn, and it's shooting his gun off for, what, the bass note or something? Like? Yes. I thought it was a great combo, so that's what that sound Why listener. does that exist? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that was a fun episode. Let's do some plugs Holy and wrap hell. things up. Uh, Matt, where can listeners find you? You can find me working on Pinecast and writing some Medium posts at blog.pinecast.com. And if you're interested in signing up for Pinecast, you can do so with no credit card required. Unlimited everything, free forever, until you decide that it's time to upgrade. When you do do decide that it's time to upgrade, use the coupon code AquariumGame. That's (laughs) A-Q-U-A-R-I-U-M hyphen game. Hyphen. for for your first month free so you can sign up try it out for as long as you want um you know get get yourself started if you think that it's something that you want uh when you go to upgrade just put in the code aquarium hyphen game uh for your first month free and uh, also, other than that don't forget yeah. if you uh if you want you could also use offer code cookie dash clicker to double the price of what it typically would be <laughs> just in case you will really, charge you more not- <laughs> just in case and use the coupon Christ. code, is this a game? To go back to my blog and where I'll discuss why these two have terrible taste in video games. God damn it. Uh, how about, <laughs> where can they find you, Bren? Uh, ABTS Brennan on Twitter. Uh, and I know Aunt B is actually performing a show, I believe, the 26th of January. Shout out, Did he I does what's that sound me? music? Yeah, he does pretty much all of our music except for I Was the Walrus. Yeah, what was I going to say? He does it all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he didn't get back to me with the like when or where so if you follow Aunt B or like if you like his music find him online and hopefully he'll reveal the information he lives in Kansas so I'm assuming somewhere around there interesting which to be specific so we'll tweet it out around that area yeah so, definitely yeah Cool. And listener, if you like our show, please give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle's ABT Silence. Uh, I try to Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday over at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, also, oh. if you're not subscribed, please give us a subscribe. And if you have the time, we'd really appreciate a rating and review, too. So, And tell some friends to listen, because we, we're trying to grow the audience year by year. Yeah. I said I might stream some of the uh, Rivals of Athera because I'm actually pretty decent at that fighting game. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, I am not. I okay. played it online and I got fucking destroyed. So, yeah, I won't be streaming that ever. Oh, get good, dude. It's okay. All right. Well, that <laughs> was a good episode. Good. Thanks for listening, you. guys. We will be back next week. See ya. Bye. I'll miss you. I might Bye. not.